Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. I think the mood's been a bit flat this morning. I just think after mm. all the news over the weekend and watching things unfold in Ukraine, it, it's you know it's quite heavy. Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling very uneasy at the moment. <sighs> Spare a thought for our next guest. Liam is a Melbourne lad uh, whose wife is Ukrainian. Irina is currently in the city of Kursan, which is uh, under attack and has been under attack since last Thursday. The reason she's over there is because in December she headed home to be with her family because her dad was quite sick. Uh, She was due back February 10. Uh, She delayed those flights because, unfortunately, her dad took a turn for the worst. She's now over there in hiding, and Liam is back home here in Melbourne watching things unfold online, and he joins us this morning. Liam, first up, mate, how are you holding up? Uh, good morning, guys. Um, uh, look, as as you'll probably be able to tell from my voice, pretty tired. Um, I think since Wednesday of last week was my first, uh, sorry, my last full sleep um, before we got the news of the attack and what was happening. So I think since then I've had maybe eight hours sleep in total. Uh, so it's a pretty stressful and intense time. Um, probably the you know the simplest way to put it at this stage and Liam what is the communication like with your wife Arana who's over there uh, in Ukraine at the moment are you able to contact her do you know where she is yeah so we speak regularly uh, throughout each day uh, predominantly through Facebook Messenger because it's it's online um, we can call each other we can send messages so at the moment, there herself and her mother are hiding out at their house in Kirsten, um, in the basement, which is what a lot of people in Ukraine are doing. They have got basements there, which, you know, they're not specific bomb shelters, but I suppose they provide some form of shelter for them. Mm-hmm. Is she is she able to get out and return home, mate, or is it best that they stay in hiding? <sighs> Look, it's a very difficult question to answer realistically. She's able to come home. She's she's able to get back into the country. We've also secured a emergency visa for her mother to be able to get into Australia as well. The issue is uh, if they leave where they are, there's every chance that, you know, while they're on the road or they're trying to make it to Poland or, or Hungary or Romania, which are the likely countries they would have to go to to be able to get back to Australia, if they leave where they are now, you know, they could come under fire from mm. tanks or trucks on the road. They could run into troops and get taken hostage. We just don't know. So at the moment, the best place for them is where they are. Liam, um, good morning, mate. It's Clint here. Uh, what's what's she seeing? What's she hearing? Hi, Clint. Um, at the moment, they don't see a lot because, as I say, they're, they're staying at the house. They kind of go up and down between the basement, dependent on what's going on. Now, by that, I mean... Uh, a lot of the time there's constant shelling and bombing going on in the background. Um, we've been on the phone and I can hear firing in the background. So the city of Kherson, where they are, it's on the on the Dnieper River, uh, which is close to the Black Sea. So it's a strategic place for uh, Putin to want to take because it gives them access to the Black Sea uh, and everything like that. So there is quite a... a barrage at the moment towards that city um, and obviously for myself and other people that have family or loved ones in that city it's um, it's pretty pretty crazy time
And Liam, I imagine that they ha- they they haven't left. They've been in their home since Thursday. How are they surviving? Do they have supplies? Do they have everything they need? How long is this sustainable for? Uh, they have got some supplies and rations in terms of food and water. Um, they did on on the Thursday when everything started. Water got cut off, mm-hmm. most likely due to shelling. That got restored about a day and a half or so later. So they do have access to water again, but food and, and other essentials like that are, are starting to dwindle and diminish. And now people need to realise that you can't, in your war zone, you can't just go down to the shop and pick up a loaf of bread. You know, most of the shops are closed. There are some that are open trying to support people. But at the same time, it's dangerous even just going to the shop because yeah. it's, it's getting to the point where it's every man for himself trying to survive, yeah. you know. So and, there's been some pretty crazy scenes at shops as well where, you know, people are, people are pushed to the point of fighting each other mm. to, to survive now. It's so. survival. That's the thing. I was going to ask, um, what do you say back to her when you're chatting on Facebook Messenger? Because I can imagine she's saying how <laughs> frightened she is and how terrifying. How do you respond to that? You must feel so bloody helpless. I do. There's nothing that I can say other than, you know, that I'm here sending all of my, my love and, and support. The only thing that I can do is, is what I'm doing now, talking to people like yourselves. You know, I was in at the rally yesterday in the, in the city, constantly sharing things on my own social medias to try and get the word out there and try and get, you know, ways of donating or supporting yeah. Ukraine out to people because that's realistically, as someone someone here, that's all I can do. I can do nothing, you know, and we found out that uh, Rena's father actually passed away on Saturday night. So to throw that into the mix and, you know, this, Things just keep getting worse and worse, and it's 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 really hard being here, not being able to do anything at all. I'm sorry, oh, to hear that news, I'm mate. so sorry to hear that. Um, Gosh, the people in Ukraine are so courageous and being so brave, but they must just be absolutely terrified. You mentioned um, visas and that sort of stuff. Can I ask what's our government been like to deal with, mate, in regards to that sort of stuff? Look, to be honest, we haven't had any communication with the government and we don't expect to. Like, I mean, we're one of many people that have family over there. So, we, we, you know, we were never expecting to hear personally from the government, despite, you know, look, I've been on radio a few times now and I was was on the news last week. So a few people have said, look, has anyone gotten in contact with you? Well, no, they haven't, but as I say, there's... We didn't have any expectation to, but look, we did lodge the visa. The visa was approved within a matter of hours. You know, I mean, well, that's that's when, that's good at least. My wife and I went through the marriage visa process. That was a ten month wait. You yeah. know, yeah. so um, and it was announced kind of yesterday that the government is essentially giving anyone from Ukraine that applies a visa. So you know, I think that's a great thing. I know that people will, you know, always have their concerns about oh, who are they letting in and whatnot, but it, times like this who cares you know well said mate um i really hope she's okay over there and you you get her back to melbourne soon thanks so much for joining us this morning no worries thank you very much thanks liam oh Oh, man things are close to home doesn't it yeah it's 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 hard to wrap your head around isn't it that this is actually happening but we do have up on our socials way ways that you can support uh the people of ukraine and like Liam just said, that's all we can do from back here at the moment.
Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.